The Dallas Stars are continuing to prove people wrong. They have forced Game 7 in their first-round series against the Calgary Flames, and they now have all the momentum after their victory in Game 6 on Friday night. And on today's show, we'll talk about the guys that produced and sparked that win. We'll talk about Miro Haskinen, Jay Gottinger, Rope Hintz, Michael Raffle, and maybe a few other names as well, and talk about the implications going forward for Game 7, all coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're not going home! Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on the early morning hours of Saturday, May 14th, just hit midnight here in Texas after the Stars Game 6 victory. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to our show on youtube and your favorite podcasting platform leave a rating comment or review if you like what you hear you can also find me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis and our show as well at locked on stars thank you guys again for the continued support and for your patience uh, with the pregame episode i was hoping that the dallas stars would get a game six win and we could be doing a victory episode late friday night uh, slash early Saturday morning. So thank you guys for the continued support and patience uh, throughout the crazy schedule that is this playoff series. But let's get right down to business and talk about this game. What an exciting game this was. Probably the best game all around in this series, at least from my perspective, and I'm sure uh, many other Stars fans' perspectives as well. Um, a lot of Calgary fans probably liked Game 4, but eh, who needs them? Who needs Game 4? Uh, because Game 4 is now irrelevant. This is, it became a best of three series. Calgary took game one. The stars have now taken game two and all the momentum is in their favor. And I think uh, there's a lot of people that you could give credit to in this game. And a lot of guys deserve credit, but I think the biggest name in this game and a name that we need to continue to see rise to the top is of course, Miro Haskin. And he had his best game in a long, long time. Of course, we know earlier this year he was stricken with mononucleosis and was out for a considerable amount of time. And then even once he came back, not fully himself, but now he's long removed from that stint with mono and he is in the playoffs when it matters the most. And he came through for his team in a big way, just like he did back in 2020. He was such a vital piece to that Stars 2020 Cup team. Uh, and, you know, he he was a huge reason of why the Stars had success in the bubble there. And many, including myself, thought if the Stars were going to be successful in the 2022 playoffs, that Miro Heiskanen would need to repeat that performance. And we hadn't really seen that so far from him. He had made a few good plays on the defensive side of the ice, but the offensive side was lacking. And it wasn't just him. The defensemen in general have been lacking quite a bit uh, to be blunt about it this series uh the, the offensive production from the defenseman has been very very lacking but Miro Haskinen finally got his goal it was the game winning goal and such a huge sequence it was kind of a a back and forth both teams taking turns on the rush 
a really chaotic sequence that easily could have resulted in a goal for Calgary. But Dallas plays sound defense. They finally get a really good possession in their offensive zone. Miro makes Matthew Kachuk look like a fool. Even though Matthew Kachuk already looks like a fool, Miro Haskinen crosses him up, breaks his ankle, and then scores a nasty shot uh, past Jacob Markstrom uh, to get the team going, to get that building. The AAC absolutely buzzing as if it wasn't buzzing enough already and of course he did score that goal he also played some incredible defense that kept showing highlights throughout the game of him using his stick using his body to screen players from getting to the puck or getting to good positioning just doing the little things just doing the little things well things that aren't always going to necessarily show up on the stat sheet Miro Haskinen has been an expert at that pretty much ever since he's come into the league and been a member of the Dallas Stars he's a guy that is dedicated to playing hard-nosed hockey and doing the little things right and it's paid off for him in a big way and it's paying off for his team right now given the position that they're in uh, going into game seven with a chance to now steal this series and end Calgary season in their building in front of a sellout crowd uh, of fans that if if Calgary does get eliminated, I mean, it, that's a failure of a season for the Calgary Flames, which we'll kind of talk about that a little bit more later on in the show. But I mentioned the defenseman just needing to step up. I mean, we talked about Yanni Hockenpah earlier this week. I'm still really pleased with his performance overall in the playoffs, but... John Klingberg has kind of been missing from this postseason series. Esalen Dell, Ryan Suter has almost a liability is the word that comes up with Ryan Suter on defense. Several of Calgary's goals can be credited to Suter just being a, a step too slow on the defensive side of things and getting burned by his man, which I guess to his credit, Calgary does have some really fast skaters with guys like Gaudreau, but still a, a guy like Suter who plays such big minutes and plays a lot of minutes for this team. He can't be getting burned like that. And so such a breath of fresh air to see Miro Haskinen playing the way that he did. The Stars desperately needed it. Uh, they just needed a guy to step up and take control of this game, to take the reins uh, and get the team going and get the building going. Um, and, and what a huge moment for Miro Haskinen. A moment of redemption as he was also partially responsible for Calgary's second goal. Uh, it bounces off his back. I believe it was... Um, Backlund that gets the goal credited for Calgary, um, but a weird shot that kind of caroms off Ottinger. A lot of chaos around the crease, and the puck ends up bouncing off Miro Haskinen's back and into the net past Ottinger, tying the game up. We've seen that so many times with the Stars, either a puck bouncing off a leg or a skate. I don't know if we've seen it bounce off someone's back yet, uh, but we finally saw it in Game 6, and you could just see the look on Miro's face that he was disappointed and upset but not a whole lot you can do about that that's just an unfortunate circumstance but he gets the full redemption arc by getting to score the game winning goal for his team so that goal now is as weird and quirky as that sequence was it doesn't matter because Miro Haskinen had the final word in this matchup and he came up huge for his team and We've been saying it for a lot of other guys, like Jason Robertson scoring his first goal, Joe Pavelski getting going. Hopefully this is the starting point for him in the postseason where Miro Haskinen now just goes on an absolute tear. You know, you hear in sports all the time that you just need that one little push, that one little spark. In basketball, someone may be in a shooting slump. They just need to see the ball go in the hoop one time, and then it's game over. Hockey, you don't score as often as you do in basketball on a game-to-game -game basis, but still, I think it's similar. You know, you finally get that goal to go in. We've been wanting Miro Haskinen to show a little bit more of his offensive skill set as of late. And I think after a play like that where he absolutely burned Matthew Kachuk and then got the really nice shot past Markstrom, I think that will hopefully push him to shoot the puck more often and take those looks whenever he gets them. Uh, and the Stars will likely only benefit from that because he's either going to score the goal or someone like Joe Pavelski will be camping out right in the slot ready to get the rebound and put it in himself. So 
hopefully this is the, the turning point moment for Miro Haskinen in this series and if the Stars advance on Sunday in this playoffs. But we are going to continue talking about Game 6 and all of the implications uh, of, of what it means for this Stars team in this moment and what it means for them going forward. All of that coming up after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built Bar. You can see I have one right here. Built Bar just sent me a whole box of these. I just received these in the mail and I've never had anything like this before. These are absolutely delicious. They taste just like a birthday cake, but it's so much better for me than actually eating a cake. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your daily diet. All Built Bar puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com for 15% off your order today. Guys, go get these Built Bars for real. They are delicious. And moving on on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, our show is free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. If you've just now found the show, welcome. We are glad you're here. We do daily Dallas Stars content Monday through Friday, uh, five days a week. Um, through this playoff run, and then we'll be even doing episodes in the offseason as well, talking about draft coverage, talking about free agency, and any other big Dallas Stars news storyline. And if you're a recurring listener of the show that's been with us since the start of the season, thank you for your continued support. It truly means a lot to me, uh, and thank you for continuing to show up uh, day in and day out, game after game after game. Having a ton of fun, and it looks like this playoff series, or playoff run from the Stars, excuse me, isn't quite over yet. And a lot of that has to do with the fight that we saw in this team in game six. I've been critical of this team all throughout the series, especially in their losses of kind of having this roll over and die moment. But Dallas, they finally were able to overcome that in game six. I mean, they found themselves in a very familiar spot around the midway point in Friday night's game. They were up by two goals. It looked like that they had a chance to run away with the game. A two-goal lead in this series has kind of been a death sentence for the opposition who's down two goals. I mean, because goals have come at a premium in this Flames versus Stars series. But then they blow that two-point lead in a matter of like four minutes. The Flames just came surging back. And of course, they did get that goal that bounces off Miro Haskinen's back. Maybe a little bit of luck and a little bit of favor there for the Calgary Flames. But nonetheless... A tied hockey game, a game that the Stars were leading by two. They were playing really sound hockey, not getting a whole lot of calls from the referees while Calgary was getting a plethora of calls, it felt like, from the referees. It felt like a very one-sided game as far as calls went, uh, but that's a different topic for a different day. But for most of this series, I don't think it would have been too weird to see the Stars kind of just have this moment of, oh, well, Things are getting too hard, and they kind of let their foot off the gas, and they start to come apart and crumble just a little bit. It wouldn't have been 
unnatural to see that in a game like game five, or we saw it in game four as well. You know, we, and we've just seen it too many times from this team throughout the entirety of the 2021, 2022 regular season. You know, it, it would have been fitting for Calgary to come in to the late stages of the second period or the early stages of the third and take that three, two lead and never look back and take the series and eliminate the Dallas stars. But that thankfully is not what we saw. The Dallas Stars finally flipped that switch. They fought hard until the very end, even after they took the lead. They didn't take the lead with that Miro Haskin and goal and then play really passive. They didn't play not to lose. They actually went out and played to win. And you could just see it in every single aspect of the game. Of course, Jake Ottinger always on his A game whenever he's in the crease. And he had another incredible performance. But we saw the Stars with a relentless four check in the third period they did such an excellent job of making it really difficult for the flames to exit their zone and get into the neutral zone and even try to get set up on offense on their side of the ice the stars did a fantastic job especially in the final minutes of the game of you know catching you know forcing a turnover if you will in the neutral zone or right at the blue line in the calgary offensive zone and then just kind of chipping the puck in. I mean, they did get a few icing calls here and there, but then they were able to win those faceoffs and kill more time off the clock. Just really solid puck management with the faceoffs and then just being really smart with what they did once they won those faceoffs, making it difficult for Calgary to get any sort of rhythm going in the late stages of that game. And then they were just beating their matchups everywhere they went. If there was a race to the loose puck, the Dallas Star player in question after it was likely the first guy there. And if they weren't, there was a pretty good check along the boards or at least a good fight uh, to, to get to that puck where it made it difficult for the Flames player to just get away with it easily. It, it was really encouraging to see every single guy, every single shift late in the game relentless out there on the ice. It's just something that we didn't see in games four and five. And we finally got it in game six guys just hustling all over the place they th this finally looked like the team that we know the dallas stars can be in the postseason this looked like a team that wanted to still be in the playoffs and they looked that way for pretty much a whole 60 minutes there was that four minute stretch in the second period where calgary came back but again you factor in a little bit of luck with that weird carom but other than that this was finally the performance we needed to see from this stars team from start to finish and of course they were feeding off the energy of the home crowd and it's just the stanley cup playoffs it's intense hockey i mean you shouldn't need any more motivation on top of that but they finally showed the effort that we know they've been capable of all series they just haven't done it and i don't know if there was something said in the locker room before something said at morning skate but it looked like it just finally clicked with this team and i'm sure being down three two in the series was probably part of it as well knowing that it was a win or go home situation but now we just need to see it again. Going into Game 7 on Sunday, the Stars need to have that same approach because it's the exact same scenario. It's win and go home. But this time, a win would also eliminate the opposition and knock out one of the best teams in the Stanley Cup playoff bracket in the Calgary Flames, a team that many experts expect to at least make it to the Western Conference Finals, if not all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, and potentially win so this is a huge huge position for the dallas stars and they have all the momentum right now i mean scoring that goal with miro haskin and, and then of course scoring that empty netter to put themselves up by two goals was a massive swing and, and you could just see it in the way the stars were moving around and the way they carried themselves at the end of that game there was so much swagger so much confidence and they need to not just leave that here in dallas they need to pack that in their bags and take that to Alberta with them for game seven, which speaking of, we will talk about coming 
up after another quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by BetOnline. Our partners at BetOnline.net continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And we're closing out this late Friday, early Saturday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Folks, we have Game 7. This is going to be a fantastic weekend for sports fans. Or I say that, uh, if you're a casual sports fan of any of the teams playing in a Game 7 this weekend, uh, or just a casual fan of the sports that are taking place, it'll be fun. But if you're a fan of some of these teams, it, it could either be a great weekend or a heartbreaking weekend. I mean, we have, I think, seven Game 7s throughout Saturday and Sunday. Bruins, Hurricanes. In the NBA, we have Bucks, Celtics. We have Mavericks, Suns stars and flames it's just insane i think the rangers and penguins have a game seven just all over the place game sevens everywhere and it's absolutely fantastic this is why we love sports this is why this is one of the best times of the year and for the nhl this is the first round of the playoffs a lot some of the games in the first round of these playoffs have not been the most entertaining there's been some blowouts in some of these series and obviously the avalanche Nashville series was not that entertaining because it was a 4-0 sweep. But as far as quality of series themselves with how many Game 7s we're getting, these these have just been some of the most exciting Stanley Cup playoffs to watch in recent memory. Uh, Leafs, Lightning, that's going to be an electric game, no pun intended, with the Lightning there. I, I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that. You have a team like the Maple Leafs looking to end of their streak of not getting past the first round in the playoffs, but then you also have the Tampa Bay Lightning who are trying to three-peat and defend their back-to-back championships. So, I mean, tons on the line there, tons of great talent in that game. So much fun. But focusing in on the Stars and Flames, this is going to be such an intriguing matchup because you look at it and you look at this series, you say, okay, Calgary has been really good at home this series. They lost game two, although it was a shutout. But they've overall looked really solid when they play in the Saddle Dome. And they're the higher-seeded team. They're expected to win this series. But I just don't know how confident this team is going back into their home building. I mean, the Stars, I think, have the Flames right where they want them in, in this moment. I mean, you look at the end of this game and... You know, the, the Calgary Flames, once they go down 4-2, what do they do? They don't just let the game in. They go at the Stars players and they start throwing punches because, again, and I've touched on it, and I, I am not taking it back. They're just a bunch of cowards, and that's just what they do. This is, you know, the, the Flames, the, This is they're finally revealing their true character. You know, you, you hear uh, in the Dark Knight, the Joker says um, to the Batman, you know, he talks about the people that he's killed. Uh, and he says, you know, you find out who people truly are right before they die. And the flames are seemingly on their deathbed right now. And we're finding out who they really are. And they're just a bunch of guys with attitude problems that can't lose a game six. But that shows how important this game six was to them. This was a game that they had to win, but they fell just short and they were not able to get it done. Now they have to go back home and they are playing in their own building in front of their own fans. 
but this is a, a stars team that now has all the momentum and all the confidence in the world at their back going into this matchup. So it, the stakes are just building up and the narratives are writing themselves here. And I absolutely love it. We are in store for probably the most intense and exciting game of the series. Maybe not the most high scoring, but just where every single movement with the puck matters. Every single sequence is essential to the outcome of this game. And you can't take any shifts off. You can't have any lapses in judgment. You have to be locked on from puck drop until the very final whistle. And I just cannot wait to see how these teams compete. And I expect it to be, again, very physical along the boards, lots of hits, lots of stoppage in play for little scrums and guys trying to throw punches at each other, mainly the Flames trying to throw punches at Stars players because that's really what it's been most of this series. And it's just going to be a ton of fun to watch. And if I'm the Flames, I mean, I am incredibly nervous going into this game on Sunday because, again, it's been this way for most of the series, but it's still the case. All of the pressure is still on the Calgary Flames. I mean, a loss in this game, if you're the Flames, ruins everything that has happened this season. And if you look at this regular season for Calgary, it's been one to remember. A lot of people thought that Vegas was going to run away with the Pacific Division, and if not them, it was going to be McDavid and the Oilers. But then Calgary comes out and they steal that division by a, a mile, basically. I mean, they dominated that division and had a dominant regular season. But then if they get bounced by this Dallas Stars team in the first round, in the NHL eyes, like the eyes of the NHL world, I mean, that is just shameful. And it would just be unbearable. And I know Stars fans would probably be insufferable on social media, myself included. Uh, and it's just such a unique position for the Stars to be in because if they lose, no one's going to bat an eye. The Stars weren't supposed to be competitive in this series. They weren't supposed to take it to seven games, but if the Flames move on, it's just, okay, the the, the team that has won their division and was a top seed in this playoff bracket won the series that they were supposed to. But if they lose, then everyone's going to lose their minds. So there's so much riding on this game. This is going to be one of the later games aired on Sunday. I believe it starts at 8.30 Central Time, so could, again, be a ton of eyes watching this game on TV. And that just makes it so much sweeter. And it's it's going to be one heck of a game, folks. And I'm just hyped up on the energy after game six right now. And I hope the stars are the exact same way and they're able to carry it over. And Sunday's just going to be a stressful day, I know for myself, with the stars and Mavericks playing. Uh, it has the potential to be a great day or it has the potential to just be a disastrous day. But it, it's better than, you know, having my, it, I'd rather have my teams in the playoffs in these stressful situations rather than, you know, not in the playoffs at all, just watching from home. I mean, that's just what sports are. You know, you have that moment where your team comes through in the big moment and you get to celebrate it or you get that heartbreaking defeat feeling. But you you just got to take the chance and see what happens. So Game 7 going to be absolutely monumental. Uh, and if the Stars can get past the Flames, I mean, who knows how far they can go in the rest of this postseason because, again, this Flames team is one of the best teams in this bracket but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for stopping by and for making us your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to our show on youtube as well as on your favorite podcasting platform we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen you can also leave a rating or review on apps like apple and spotify if you like our show and like what you hear please do consider leaving a five-star review it helps the show out a ton uh, and I would really appreciate it. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E 
two underscores l-e-w-i-s you can also find our show as well at locked on stars be sure to tune in on monday as we'll be reacting to everything that goes down in game seven but remember be loud wear green go stars have a fantastic weekend and we'll see you back here on monday 